0: All right. Hey, welcome back, Bengals fans or people who follow the Bengals. uh, Some Bengals thoughts for the week. I'm Chris Pugh. Got Peter Holland from the Canton Repositor with me. Hey, Peter.
1: What's up? What's up?
0: Oh, lots, man. Um, Interesting week for the Bengals. Uh, Stars are coming back. Uh, Joe Burrow's appendix got fixed. But probably the biggest news out of Bengals land is – Uh, Jesse Bates, we weren't sure if he was going to sign that franchise tag. Was he going to sit out? But Jesse's back. He signed his franchise tag. He should be ready to go. Um, What do you think that's going to do to the Bengals' defense? I mean, Jesse Bates is uh, great, as we know. Uh, But the Bengals got a couple of good safeties, Dax Hill and everything. So I think it's pretty obvious that their defense will be better with Jesse Bates and without him. But how do you think Jesse Bates transforms that defense for the Bengals?
1: It, it definitely he's um, your definitely helps at least just from a leadership standpoint. Um, JC Bates is your vocal guy. He definitely he's like your maybe kind of like your quarterback on the offense basically. Um, so just from that perspective, then yeah, he's definitely played an impact on the Bengals. He's he's a proven player and. I just hate that uh, he just had to force himself to hold him out most of the camp. But eventually the Bengals were not going to budge, and they got enough safety enough to at least hold, hold out on their own or, or not give or take. Or the, the, they'll be fine without him uh, at least um, until they find figure something out, um, at least through preseason. But Jesse Bates definitely um, – definitely makes your defense better, just at least from a vocal standpoint.
0: Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens as the year goes on, because if you look at it, I, you know, Hill, if he develops like he should, it may force Bates out, because since Bates signed the franchise tag, he's around for one more year, but man, the Biggles might say, hey, we could save some money off the salary cap. Uh, now, I mean, Jesse Bates is a really good player, but, you, you know, it'll save money to be under Hill's rookie contract and have to pay Bates a lot more money. So um, time will tell. It's going to be interesting. Um, I, yeah, I think, as you said, Bates is a given. I, I, he's going to be good. We know that. I, I think Hill might even be the more interesting question, saying how can Hill help transform the Bengals' defense? Because you use him different places now that Bates, Bates is back. And that might even be... Even the bigger transformation for the defense, having Hill being able to do different things than just play Bates' old spot. Dax
1: Hill is very versatile. I've seen him, um, at least back in his back when he was in Michigan, seen him play either free or strong. Um, you definitely want to see him play um in deep coverage as well. Um, so especially when you're going against like teams that are gonna that are they're a high power offensive team, and you need um, speed, who who can um, cover grounds. And Dax can do that, and he's a very good hitter too. So that also helps. So you, Dax, definitely um, is the guy of your future. I don't know if he's the guy who would be the be the one to take out Jesse Bates later on down the road, um, but. That Definitely having that kill there to play alongside with just Bates or really how their system. I'm not sure how the weather, the defense system is going to be now. Now you got just Bates back, but it's something that it will definitely be more of an, an adjustment a little bit. But I think the defense are still going to remain
0: intact with um, now that Bates is back. Yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting. And if he overtakes Bates, I don't think it's because. He's going to be better than Bates right away i think it's going to be more of just finances which stink but you know it's part of every business including the nfl um another thing that happened uh this week with in Bengals land uh they had the training you know kind of the combo training with the la rams which was interesting in the in of, of itself because you know that was the super bowl last year um but then aaron donald went berserk um The joke around our newsroom was he went full Miles Garrett on the Bengals. I mean, he was—he grabbed some Bengals helmets, was waving them around. Uh, Thankfully, from a health-wise, he didn't, you know, bash people around the head. But that was kind of scary in some ways. Um, You know, the Miles Garrett—he got suspended multiple games for that. uh, But that happened during actual game. This was just during a, a practice. Doesn't seem like um, Aaron Donald's going to face NFL discipline. He may not even face Rams discipline. Is that something that we should worry about, or is it just more of a, you know, practice got heated? I mean, you think he should be suspended for what he did during the practice?
1: Well, first of all, let's give a shout out to the Cincinnati Inquirer photographer oh, yeah? capturing that that picture of good footage of that brawl. Yeah, that was definitely a good picture sighting there. Um, but what's what's gonna happen with Aaron Donald? i really not. I'm not quite sure. Um, they're trying for to my knowledge they're trying to keep it in house of how they want to discipline him. Um, luckily, nobody was physically hurt, like you said. Um, I think that will probably lean towards not giving him a suspension but they also don't want to feel like they should leave left him off the hook because of how it was instigated um, between him. And I believe Leo Collins was on the Bengals side was there too. So that's something that's going to be something to keep an eye on. Um, But um, whatever kind of disciplinary action is going to happen, I think they want to leave it towards the team to handle it more than them making it just a league issue.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of look at it. I know Bronze fans are a little bit upset going, oh, it's why you treat them differently and everything. I Again, it, it's a training camp practice. It's Brawls happen all the time.
1: This is, this is nothing new. Yeah, I mean, we've seen crazy things that happen during preseason and joint practices. Um, this is probably over the top, sure. Um, But compared to an actual game on live television, Miles Garrett literally could have assaulted a guy. Like, literally, I think, what, took his head off and then hit him with it? That's something you just don't do. At least nobody was physically harmed to that level. Or at least we don't have actual proof of that was the case. So, it goes back to the point where there's not gonna, there's not enough evidence to the point where you're going to have to suspend him, unless you. But I think there's gonna be some disciplinary action where they're just gonna keep it in house.
0: I can't figure out the Rams. I look at top teams in the NFC. Um, assuming Brady's his head's right this year, I, I still think Tampa Bay is probably a top team in the NFC. I, I think Green Bay could still be there. I know the Rams are a good team, Pierre. I mean, you know, Donald's a great defender, and, you know, Cooper Cup was probably your top NFL receiver last year. Uh, Yeah, but I I just – I still look at the Rams as a couple steps behind, but I I kind of wonder. That Super Bowl was really competitive. Um, You know, the mark of that Super Bowl was the fact that the Biggles couldn't block the Rams' defensive line. I mean, Aaron Donald went nuts at the end. So I think there's a lot of, you know, Leo Collins is a great lineman. He's one of the guys that's supposed to stabilize that uh, thing. And and there may have been some chirping about that. You know what I mean? Like the Bengals' offensive line couldn't get the job done, so that's why they went out and got guys like Leo Collins. And it's probably like, hey, I got you this year, you know? Um, So it'll be interesting to see how that matchup plays out, you know? And I think in dealing with what we're talking about the Bengals, that's the huge question about the Bengals. Joe Burrow's going to be good. Jamar Chase is going to be good. Bengals have ever good offensive weapons, but can that line hold up? You know what I mean? And uh, they made some good moves. They got a lot better guys. Um, hopefully, for the Bengals' sake, they'll be able to play everything together and the guys can play together right away. Um, there's a lot of moving parts, Peter, with the offensive line. How difficult would it be for those guys to be cohesive and play as one? I mean, I think on paper, they're a lot better than the guys they had last year. But at the same time, does it take a while for lines to gel together? Because it's almost like Madden. You're bringing a bunch of different guys. But uh, is it going to be difficult for those guys to learn how to play together as a line?
1: Um, I think there's probably... It's probably going to be a little bit of growing pain. I mean? There's going to be something that's – things like that will happen from time to time when you got no group of guys at the line. But I, I don't think there will be too much in the adjustment, especially if they all play together all all through camp and all through preseason. So I think there will be something to worry about. But I think just on paper, adding the Leo Collins and um, – to be the guy on the right side and um, having the percent go bro I think they're gonna make a make a great good improvement and then and not to mention you can't go wrong when you have Joe Mixon in the backfield too. So um I think they I I think they're gonna be fine as far as um from O line goes. I think I would definitely see some improvement as the attack protection.
0: Well and the guys are Brian are all veterans. You know they've been through, they've been there, they've done that before And hopefully they can, you know, keep working together to keep the Bengals on the right path. So, Well, man, Peter, we're getting close to the NFL season. Uh, Next week, the Bengals...
1: It's not close enough, Chris. Not close enough. There's a couple more weeks, but it's still not coming close enough.
0: You know, my biggest pet peeve of the NFL, Peter, to be (laughs) honest with you, I know this weekend's Labor Day weekend. I know we all got to celebrate that last official weekend of summer. But let's start the NFL this week. What's up with this one-week-bye week? Bye week? Uh, oh man.
1: They, they got, we got to get through these cut days for starters. Right. Yeah, and I know they got those two weeks to prepare and whatever, but, man, it's just not coming fast enough. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe probably a good idea maybe to cut another preseason game. Maybe that could be a possibility to – to even two, but that also makes it a little bit tricky as far how to evaluate your ro- your 53-man roster, but I don't know, man, but yeah, man, I'm definitely excited for that, I'm glad to have it back, but it ain't coming back enough. That's just, just my... Um, yeah, too much
0: waiting. We're waiting around too much, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the preseason game's a good appetite, but you know, the preseason games aren't like the NFL, and I think we overanalyze these preseason games because, like, the Stars will play for a series or two. And, you know, when the regular season starts, the Stars are playing, you know, throughout. So, yeah, looking forward to it. It, it needs to come soon. Maybe in the NFL we can have a week zero. Like, we're kind of like the college football people do it. Maybe we can just have one game of regular NFL action to water our appetite.
1: Kind of like the Hall of Fame game, in a way
0: right but but it'll count like so maybe like that bills rams game that's coming up on the thursday beforehand Instead of the thursday beforehand, play it the sunday beforehand so we'll have like one regular season game that we can all watch and you know embrace and then you know we'll get to the regular thing the following week it's we'll not see.
1: a bad idea but at the same time um if that was really the case that would make their preparation a little bit shorter instead of two weeks they have one week to prepare mm-hmm. So there might be a little bit of a disadvantage there just for if that's the case there.
0: Well, you're right, too. And I think the other thing a big note is, like you said, cuts. You know, there's going to be some significant changes to some teams. So you can't bring a bunch of – or even if you're buying five or six new guys, it's hard to say, okay, they're in on Tuesday. Everyone's on the field by Sunday playing those games, you know. So, all right. So, Craig, you convinced me. We just got to be patient. Got to get for this weekend. We got more <laughs> college football this weekend, so at least we can watch that. High school football, depending on where you're uh, – I'm sure it'll be good games in whatever region you're, you're listening to us from. And then the week after, big NFL. Can't wait. Should be well, fun. Hey,
1: well, this week I'll be off with um, high school. I'm going to be focusing on the Black College Hall of Fame week.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So, yeah that that's gonna me excited for um, everyday weekend. Um, Central State will be playing Western salem State, so that's something that I would have that covered on this week.
0: Yeah, Noble Sports Media will be there. Stephen um, Smith, First Take. They'll be doing some shows from uh, the Hall of Fame field, right?
1: Yep. They'll be at Tom Benson, the whole First Take crew, and they're going to invite the Central State football team, I believe. The Marching Band, uh, got some heavy hitters um, of guests. Um, hopefully, I get a chance to get an interview with Stephen A. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially the fact that he's been involved in the HBCU community. He's a Wisconsin State grad. The time is going to be right for him.
0: Put you in that first take set. You know, bring you on to talk about some <laughs> stuff. It'll be good. Maybe uh, for Stephen A. All right. Well, it's Peter, As always, we enjoyed the time. Thanks for your flexibility. Um, (laughs) We got a little bit late start today, but we're good. Hey, we got, we got her done, which is good. All right. Hang on for a second afterwards. Um, Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley.